All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the third annual Christmas movie countdown. It is officially fucking December. Jesus Christ, where did this goddamn month go? Or year, I mean. Um, And we are here with the Greg and Danny show, Greg and Daniel show. Um, And we're going to cover for our first movie this month, Friday After Next. Yeah. Yeah. So it's funny, uh, certain series, when they go long enough, uh, there's certain things that happen. Uh, there's always a movie where uh, there's like some evil twin or they go to jail or they go to another country. Uh, Friday, unfortunately, has not gotten that far yet. Uh, I could see them on location somewhere, uh, some ghetto in another country. But Friday, fortunately, got to a Christmas movie. And uh, I was looking at an interview with Ice Cube, the creator of all of this. He wrote it and uh, he didn't direct it, but he did a lot with his company Cube Vision with this. And he said that it's a Christmas movie, kind of an anti-Christmas movie, because the Santa Claus of this movie is just robbing people like daylight and nightlight. Just anytime he can, he will rob you fucking blind. And they actually beat the fuck out of Santa Claus. So it's kind of an anti-Christmas thing. But there are some values in there. But uh, we have a Christmas party. It's like a yeah still but, a christmas movie yeah but, but usually anti-santa usually in christmas movies santa claus don't get his ass kicked well uh, santa's usually not a dick so yeah, <laughs> that's true bad and santa, that's not true in yeah. elf he gets his ass handed to him yeah bad santa he got shot up a lot <laughs> uh yeah horatio sands uh, was it horatio sands? no in uh, bad santa no in elf oh uh yeah 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 when he already lang it's already lang when dark Artie santa lang, was billy bob yeah yeah, he had his ass straight demolished. You're not Santa. You're yeah. sitting on a throne of lies. <laughs> so, uh, like I said, this is a 2002 film, and it is, if you don't know anything about the story of Friday, it's the story of Craig and just all the misadventures that he goes through on just random Fridays in his life. Uh, just like in the first one, where he had to get, wasn't it like just 200 bucks? Is it all they needed? 2000 yeah. No, it was, two, it was 200. Yeah. It was 200? Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. It did not reach a th- grand, I'm pretty sure. No, oh, no it was 200. It was 200, it was $200 but remember. it was 1990, so. But still, they just poor, like. It was weed money, dude. Like, kids out of yeah. high school. But yes, uh, they had to pay back a dealer uh, before uh, nighttime hit, or they were going to get shot. And so the story is just them trying to find $200 between them, because they're <laughs> fucking poor. And all the misadventures with that. The second movie. Uh, Craig, one year later, Debo, the, the the villain that he defeats with a brick in a trash can, uh, he gets out of jail and he's like, I'm coming to kick your ass. And he's like, well, I'm going to take me a little vacation to Rancho Cucamonga. No, his dad, his dad sent him. Yeah. <laughs> Willie, Willie Jones sent him. Yeah. <laughs> and so now he is with his cousin, Day Day. And now they are trying to, uh, they have themselves some adventures with a, uh, with a, with a Latino family that are bad guys and they stole money. And so they're like, well, you guys need money. They got money. How about I just drop baby mama. Yeah. Let's just rob them. And I'll pick up their little sister because she's hot. And then, you know, misadventures ensue. So with this third one, a few years have gone by, it seems. And Craig and Day Day, they actually live together. And so they get robbed on Christmas Eve by an evil Santa, evil ghetto Santa. And so now it's their misadventures on their first day of the new job and them trying to just survive because they're multiple weeks behind on the rent and they try not to get beat up and or raped 
by a gigantic man that just got out of prison and it's played just, by terry cruz yeah <laughs> and so it's just all the misadventures of that just them trying not to get their asses kicked it's, that kind of seems like it's the antithesis of everything i just don't want to get my ass kicked or shot or raped so uh this movie is great i love this fucking movie so uh, one of my favorite Christmas movies because um, if you are of African descent, if you black, the music in this movie is fucking great. That's kind of mean. I'm being mean because Daniel probably likes some of his music too. I like his music. But uh, this movie starts out with the, what, Temptations with Silent Night, probably one of the best versions of Silent Night you will ever hear in your life. Uh, it's it's damn good. And uh, This Christmas by Donny Hathaway. That's actually my mom's favorite Christmas song of all time. So I actually it's like that song a great a lot. song. Damn good. And then a version of Santa Baby by Eartha Kitt. Uh, so Which it, is really the only version of Santa Baby that should exist. Oh, I've heard 50 of them. Oh, I know yes. that there's a whole bunch, but it's the only one that should exist. Very true. So uh, this movie, it, it's great. It, it, it makes me laugh because the movie is full of comedians and... I swear, probably they get multiple takes where people say different things and they make each other laugh. That that seems to be the job of this movie. It's just what can I say fucked up enough to make you laugh? Because you you're you know you're used to jokes. What can I say to make you laugh? And we benefit because we get all the cool lines and things that they wouldn't say. Uh, but like I said, this movie is full of comedians. Cat Williams is in the bad boy. Uh, let me see, pops was it John Witherspoon? John Witherspoon. Um, rest in peace. Yeah, R.I.P. John Wispin. Yeah. Uh, D.C. Curry, he's actually Elroy, his brother. Lotto Stud. Uh, mm-hmm. Mike Epps is in this bad boy. Uh, Clifton Powell, he's Pinky. The, oh, my boy, Pinky. Uh, like I said, Terry Crews, he's Damon. He is the Debo of this movie. He's ready to fight. Uh, Samora, she's actually a really good comedian. I've heard mm-hmm. her do stuff. Uh, but Regina King? People- Regina huh? King? No. no. No, not Regina King. Uh, Craig's mom, she's a comedian, isn't she? Yeah, Anna Marie Houseford. She's she's yeah. in um um the Wayne's Brothers show. She was the security. That's what I remember her for. But I think she did stand up too. She's yeah, very yeah. funny. Funny yeah. lady. Yeah. Yeah. She, and Ricky Smiley's in it. Oh yeah, he's the yeah, evil Rick. Santa Claus. And Ricky. Joel McKinnon Miller from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yes. So uh, Terry Crews and uh, Joel Miller they meet up later. Mm-hmm. Kind of the same types. Well, Joel Mc. Joel Miller is very much a shitty cop in this, and he's a shitty. No, he's actually a good cop in Brooklyn Nine Nine. Mm. He just acts like a dummy. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes he's kind of a shitty cop. He's pretty shitty. He's a he's shitty. He's go- goofball. He's a goofball detective. Yes, he's lazy. Yes, that's the that's word. what it is. That's lazy. Him and his partner they're very much just there. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah. but now this movie's great. So if you haven't seen Friday After Next, actually watch them all. Um, there's no real like line of like a story arc within this is just like i said craig don't want to get his ass kicked honestly (laughs) a lot of this is him running i'm pretty sure he just wants to make it through a friday without some shit going down yes uh he seems to have the worst luck with fridays and so (laughs) he's just man i just want to go home so i actually looked up um because it says that it was friday when this movie came out i don't know if it's actually modern time when it happens so it's 2002 that's not right because the next nearest christmas to craig would actually been in 2009 i looked it up because i was wondering if like was it friday in 2002 no 2009 is like the closest friday was it friday in 2001 no it's weird i've looked at the the calendars and they like it jumps it like avoids friday for a long time yeah leap years yeah so it it avoided like friday for a bit 
which is really weird. But I think what this year and Christmas on Friday. I don't know. Probably. Maybe. <laughs> I thought so. It's either Friday or Saturday, I think. But Saturday. Any- ah, see, it avoided it again. Okay. Christmas Eve's on Friday. Though. Yeah. So, like always, we'll get through this story, and, and it's pretty simple. Just <laughs> like I said, a lot of running, a lot of fighting, uh, and, and a lot of cursing. It's good stuff. So. Uh, like I said, this movie opens up with Silent Night by the Temptations, really good version of the song. And we see Santa Claus, evil Santa Claus. He breaks into Craig and Day Day's apartment because they, I think they had their blinds open so he could kind of look in. That's why you close your blinds at night, guys. And so uh, he breaks in on Christmas Eve and Craig wakes up because a man falls into the apartment and starts making a sandwich and shit. Uh, Craig tries his best to beat his ass, uh, but then he gets attacked with the Christmas tree by Santa Claus, beats his ass with the Christmas tree. And uh, <laughs> Santa Claus uh, says, ho, 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 motherfucker, and, and leaves with everything. He stole everything from their apartment, and he actually found the rent money. And so um, they call the cops the next day, and, you know, the cops are very useless. And they're like, well, we'll keep an eye out, but we can't, you know, unless he does this again or something. So uh, they're really shitty. And so they can't get that upset about it because they got to get ready for work. But they meet up with Miss Pearlie. She is their landlady. And she says they are multiple weeks behind on their rent. Three weeks. And so she's going to evict them by the end of the night if they don't got the money. And she says that, hey, my son Damon just got out of prison. So if y'all keep dodging me, I'm going to send Damon to just do something to you. And they're like, oh, God. (laughs) Very uh, worried about that. They actually meet up with Damon later and he puts him in headlock. He's like, group hug, man. Come on. And then he instantly puts them in headlocks. They're like, oh, my God, I can't breathe. (laughs) So they head to work and they are now top flight security guards uh, (laughs) for uh, a property where they're actually their parents have a barbecue business. And so uh, I guess after Elroy lost all his money or ran out of money from winning the lotto in the second movie, they uh, him and his brother got together and made a barbecue business. Uh, Barbecue so good. Make it slap your mama. Yeah, brothers and they, barbecue. And they and they do in the commercial and they smack the shit out of his mom. She just goes down. <laughs> so there's lady went lamp, bro. Right. <laughs> so there's security for the whole property, and their boss is Moly, and he runs the holy moly donut shop, the grossest place ever. I've never seen so many flies in any place ever. Donut shop. It shouldn't even be that. I'm not even gonna, it's gonna make me mad. It's health inspector grade is an F. <laughs> <laughs> it's super gross so uh while this is happening instantly day day gets uh all the authority that he has now as a security guard goes to his head and he is tooting his whistle at kids chasing people off asking women for phone numbers or they can't park there he's like she's like i'm married you like, you married get this piece of shit out of here <laughs> yelling at everybody he actually yells and chase, chases off some old ladies doing caroling. They're actually trying to be nice and sing a song. And he, he says that they're trying to uh, sell their bodies on the street corner for money. And then they start cussing and swinging at him. And he's fighting old ladies and stuff. So <laughs> uh, it's an absolute mess. So they meet back up with their cousin, with their uncle, Uncle Elroy, in the back in the alleyway. Because they're going to smoke a little bit to relax. And then they get robbed again. By the same fucking Santa Claus. And he has, I don't think it was a real gun. It was probably just like foil shaped like a gun, but he had it in a bag. And he's like, I'll shoot you in the head. Give me your money. And he's like, I got 20 funky dollars on me, man. Please don't kill me. And Day Day shits himself. 
and Elroy gets his watch taken, his Rolex. And then stolen. Yeah, call it a Solex. And then Santa Claus runs off again, and they can't catch him because he ain't catching a crackhead. They said it in the first movie, and it's fucking true. This man runs like he don't got nothing to lose. So while that's happening, they actually meet up with Donna and Money Mike. I guess it's her pimp or his her boyfriend. Or it's her boyfriend slash boss. Yeah, but he acts like a pimp. So Yeah, I don't think she's one of his hoes. But he is a pimp in other, I don't know, areas of his life, I guess. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Alleged, supposedly. Yeah, he might just be wanting to be a pimp. And he's like, well, I'll start with Donna, I guess. I don't know. It's really weird. So uh, they're, they're running a new shop called Pimps and Hoes. <laughs> Terrible name. Uh, Hilarious name. Yeah, but it's a clothing shop. And it's got FUBU and Dada, all that, all that urban wear that you want. Uh, <laughs> that no longer exists yeah right <laughs> so uh, soon after they meet them and Craig is instantly in love with Donna and Day Day also is because Donna's a very pretty lady um, a couple of crackheads come into the store <laughs> uh, come into the store to try to rob the place and so the lady she has like a giant like basketball on her stomach look like she's pregnant and so her husband fakes like a fucking stroke, I guess, or mm-hmm. or has an episode on the ground. It makes a seizure. Like a seizure. Yeah, has a fucking fit on the ground. And so while they're busy looking at him, the the lady drops the basketball out of her stomach and fills it up with clothes. And so Craig and Daddy actually see them do this, and they apprehend them. Uh, Daddy is dodging multiple kicks to the groin while he's trying to fight the lady off, but they actually catch him. And so Money Mike's like, "Thank you, man. They'd have robbed me." For all, you know, everything I had in there, like, how much do I owe you? And Craig has a plan. He says, no charge, man. Like, that's our job. So he's like, okay, well, I owe you guys one. He's like, cool, cool, cool. Unfortunately, they can't really enjoy the celebration of of their first fucking catch because the guys, well, the old ladies that Day Day yelled at and called them prostitutes on the, the, the corner... <laughs> Their grandchildren pop up, and it's like 20 of them, and they're like, there they are, beat their ass, and they're like, well, I gotta go. <laughs> and so we have our first chase of the movie. Well, well, Santa Claus runs a couple times, but we have uh, our, the boys running away from a big-ass mob of black people that want to beat their ass, and so they actually hide out in the Pimps and Hoes store, so Money Mike actually hides them, which is really nice of him. He seems like an asshole sometimes, but he's not that bad of a guy, really. So they make it to the roof of the whole complex and they hide out there. And Day Day says, Craig, I really don't want to get my ass beat for wearing this fucking security shirt and a whistle. And he's like, I don't either. I'm like, Fuck this. I quit, bro. So they head to the barbecue place to have their lunch break. And Molly gets caught up in the uh, the melee. And they're like, hey, you know what we did to the last security guards? He's like, yeah, I, I remember. He's like, well, when you see them, tell them this. And they start beating Molly's ass. And so they run off. <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad for Molly. He was running for his life. Uh, Molly fires Craig and Dede uh, as he comes into the barbecue house. And uh, they're like, where were you? Where were you? He's like, we're having our lunch. You put, you gave us lunch break. We were here eating barbecue. So he fires them and they're upset. Uh, I love that when Molly was leaving, like Dede like trips his leg. <laughs> He's leaving. <laughs> such a kid thing to do like fuck you <laughs> try, to, try to make somebody fall um but craig's dad actually calls the health inspector 
on Moly. And the second Moly sees that van, he starts running, yelling, help me, please. Help me, please. Help me, please. <laughs> uh, because they really want him. And they chasing him down real hard. So uh, he, he's going to fucking, fucking prison for all of the stuff he did. So that night, Craig's not really down for a party. Because I guess every Christmas they have a Christmas party. And he's like, nah, I'm not really in the mood. And his mom says, like, you know, no one could take take away like the good feelings he got for Christmas, man. Like, you know, you sure you had a bad day, but you remember it's called Christmas. Christmas spirit, Otis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gotta have the spirit. And so Day Day looks at Craig, he's like, What are we gonna do? And he starts just doing this dance in front of him. I've done that to Steve. I'm like, hey Steve, what are we gonna do? And he's like, What? And, the... and just... <laughs> Steve's like, what are you doing? I was like, I don't know. So Craig comes up with the idea that they're going to have a rent party. I've actually been to a party where you had to pay money to get in. Uh, I've hosted parties where you had to pay money to get in. Yeah, but Katie's parties, you gave money because they bought a lot of alcohol and you just give money so you can have some of the alcohol that they got. So we can replenish the alcohol after said party. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I've been to a party where it's like five bucks. Like, this better be the best fucking party I've ever been to. Went in, smelled like feet and it was hot. And I was like, I want $5 back. <laughs> <laughs> my parties were not like that they yeah were great. it was a tiny little fucking room and way too many people in there i'm like i don't like this but they host a rent party and it looks like they get all their the money that they need for the you know for rent for the next month so daily's old boss pinky pops up and he says he's sorry to day day and uh and craig for pulling out a gun and trying to kill him in the second movie because uh pinky was out here trying to for real like shoot somebody in the head <laughs> Don't you say another fucking word. Oh, yeah, it was. Who sent you? <laughs> He's like, <laughs> oh! <laughs> you so fucking pissed. So, um, uh, as a uh, a gift, a Christmas present, because Pinky doesn't want to pay the, I don't know, five bucks to get in or ten bucks, uh, he brings in some ladies. And he brings some very nice looking ladies. And Katie actually remembered one of them was from Boy Meets World. Yep. She actually dated Sean, right? Mm-hmm. Angela from Boy Meets World. Huh. He was which which girl? Yeah, which one? Cinnamon, the second one. Cinnamon. Okay. The one that does that little dance. She yeah, the one that's in the little bodysuit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, not lollipop. Moet, Moet, cinnamon, and lollipop. Yeah. Moet, cinnamon, and lollipop. <laughs> I call it a lollipop. <laughs> but lollipop is Pinky's girl. Yeah, lollipop. Lollipop's all mine. Yeah. <laughs> so while it's happening, there's actually a deleted scene which I wish they left it in. Uh, before the party starts, Damon calls Craig and Dede over and he has them help him tape phone books to his chest. So later on, you see him take off the phone books when he's about to get into the rape mode. But he has him tape phone books to Damon's body because that's what you do in prison. So you don't get shanked. The, the phone books stop the knife. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I would say like, okay, that makes sense now. Yeah. I was like, why the fuck is he ripping off phone books? Where did those come mm-hmm. from? Yeah, uh, I yeah, like, I, I like it without the deleted scene. Actually, I like that. Yeah, it, it was a good scene. I don't know why they didn't leave it in. I guess yeah, it well, wasn't even that long. It was like a few minutes, but it, was it seems like, like it would be kind of like an inside joke, you know? Because then, you know, people who know what that actually is, like, ah, that's some yeah. bitch. That's true. That's a very prisony thing. I saw that in yeah, the. Uh, it's 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 it comes off random and it's shocking when he when when you were when he reveals them, but you quickly realize, oh, that's because he's he was in prison. prison. Yeah, he was, and yeah. it's ingrained in him. Like 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 when Ice Cube first approaches him in the party, he's like, you know, I got my shank ready just in case something pops off. He's just sitting there paranoid that something's gonna pop off because he can't get that prison mentality out of his head. 
Yeah, too many people in, in a small room, man. He's like, nah, that's how people get stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> Something's gonna happen. Somebody's gonna die. That's why he stays against the wall, man. People can't yep. get behind him. <laughs> so uh Money Mike, he meets Damon, and uh Damon is taking a liking to Mr. Mike because he's uh uh, he's magically delicious, as he says. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh, that's his Money Mike asks Craig, there. where's the restroom? I got to pee real bad. He has a really good metaphor for it. He's like, what, a horse running away from oh, a blue truck? A horse, horse is in Derby running away from the glue truck. Yes, like it's a really good one. Uh, so Money Mike goes to the restroom and Damon follows soon after. Uh, and Craig heard what he said he's like fresh fish ain't nothing like it and craig's like well not my problem and walks off <laughs> well that's because that's because greg craig's trying to get him some uh some madonna that's true that's true but i'd be like huh that was a very odd thing to say hey he's going to the restroom i thought mike was oh he went in oh mm. <laughs> oh <laughs> that's oh <laughs> that's concerning <laughs> uh but he does not care uh so money mike is peeing and he, he tells him uh one at a time he's working with a monster and uh Damon starts taking off uh, his armor <laughs> and uh, he's like, phone books? I'm not even in the phone book. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even in the phone book. And then uh, Money Mike actually passes. He faints. He screams. He said he's going to bitch slap him, but he falls out. Uh, we'll meet up with them a little bit later. So Craig gets Donna in his room, uh, but he doesn't have a lock on his door, which is really dumb. And so Day Day runs in knowing that that's probably happening. He probably looked around the party didn't see Craig or Donna and ran straight to the room. And he says, no, don't do it when he runs in. <laughs> so he had a feeling that they were about to get busy. Uh, and they were. Uh, so we go back to Mike. Uh, Damon actually splashes water on him. And Mike asks, did you pee on me? <laughs> it's a wet dream. And so, yeah, uh, yes, dream. Uh, Damon is trying to take off Mike's clothes because he's going to rape the shit out of this little man. And so Mike finds some pliers under the toilet and he puts them on Damon's testicles and squeezes the fuck out of them. And so uh, he tells him, he's like, you can't be, you can't be acting like this, Damon. You're not I am a boy. Anymore. You're not in prison anymore. <laughs> I am a boy. Uh, he's yelling at him extra hard. So um, they break out of the restroom. So uh, Money Mike is guiding Damon toward the door because he's ready to fucking go. I would too. If uh, someone was trying to rape me and I had their testicles in a plier, uh, whoever's house it was, I'm like, yeah, I'm, so I'm leaving. Uh, you can grab these. I'm hopping my car real quick and scoot off. Reaching on your balls. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> was, was, your, your party, your pliers, his nuts yeah. in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> so uh oh actually before all of this went down um uh willie uh craig's dad in every movie he has to poop really bad he has bad guts just like me so uh the toilet's busy <laughs> and so he goes down to the landlady's apartment to use the restroom and so miss pearly apparently has loved willie all her life or remembers him and so when he comes out of the restroom uh <laughs> she's like how much do you love your son Willie he's like not enough to pay his fucking rent <laughs> and she, she's trying to blackmail him he's like well he gonna get kicked out of his apartment if you don't have sex with me he's like no that ain't happening <laughs> oh you sneak Willie yeah 
Oh, you heard that? Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Willie's wife, Betty, comes in and uh, yanks that heifer off of him uh, and rips her shit out. So and that's why Craig's outside when he sees Damon and Mike roll up with pliers and testicles <laughs> involved. So Donna has the car ready and Mike counts down, passes the pliers off to Craig and Damon instantly pushes him off. And so he's chasing Money Mike down the street and Donna just leaves him. And so I was like, damn, that's fucked up. And then they run off around the corner. Mike's running for his life, his absolute life. Because if he gets caught, that man's dead. So um, while that's happening, Craig and Daddy actually see the Santa Claus that robbed the fuck out of him twice. And so they're like, let's get his ass. So they run up to him and they actually see where he stays. They find his hideout. Another deleted scene is actually a new ending to the movie. So they um they go up and they're like well he might have a dog or something he's like i'm not trying to get bit in my ass okay i got an idea they go back to the party and bring everybody from the party to santa claus's house and they bust in and then you see that santa claus is actually like um he finds all the orphans around town and he is giving them presents and so that's why he's been robbing people because he's trying to give all these kids a good christmas that was the original ending to this movie and they're like, well, well, we can't be assholes like that. The kids need presents more than us. And so they get their rent money back out of the, the speaker. But they're like, Merry Christmas, kids. And that was the original ending to this movie. But that's not as good as running and getting shot at almost and beating you know, limos and stuff. So they changed the ending and kept Santa Claus as a bad guy the whole time, which I think is the better choice. Mm-hmm. It would have been a weird flip. I'm like, so you robbed the fuck out of everybody around town to give presents to these kids? Well, I still want my presents back. I don't give a fuck. But that was more like an ending to like a, a 30 minute two episode. Yeah, yeah, like a Hallmark fucking Hallmark comedy or some shit. Yeah, n- not a movie where uh, a man had his testicles and pliers five minutes before that. Doesn't, yeah. doesn't seem to yeah. work right. Where there was an a, a almost grape scene. Yeah, see, the, yeah, the flow isn't right. You know, yeah, potential graping pliers and testicles he's not that bad of a guy i'm like no we gotta keep it wild it's a friday it's a so, crackhead yeah <laughs> so they fight the santa claus in his own house and see all their stuff and they're beating him up with a christmas tree he dives out of a window not before hitting a fake ass window and just knocking himself kind of out for a couple seconds and so he breaks a window and he started running they meet back up with the kids that beat the fuck out of moly and Santa Claus gets his ass beat and thrown out of a window from like this fucking second or third story. He he eats it outside. Uh, Craig and Day Day they actually meet up with uh, it's Mike Epps dressed like an old man, and he has a double barreled shotgun and he is chasing them because they were in his backyard all the way through this this family's house and all up and down the street trying to kill him. And so uh, he gives no shit about people's houses or property. He is just shooting shotgun shells everywhere so he's probably going to jail later that night (laughs) that's assault so um santa claus actually gets away from everybody because they're tied up with the house and the shotgun guy and he starts doing deon sanders dance the primetime dance because no one can catch him and then hooray pinky leaving the party with lollipop runs his ass over with his pink limousine and so Santa Claus rolls all the way over the top of it. Pinky, the second someone hits the limo, 
he dips down and is like laying down in the fucking limo. He's like terrified for his life. Uh, he tells the limo driver, like, this is the second. Actually, he doesn't even say the second time. This is the he has hit multiple people with the limo because <laughs> he's not looking out. And so they hit a kid with a with a messed up arm. And with so the he's fucked like, up walk. Hit, the, hit that little boy with the fucked up walk. <laughs> it cost me money. <laughs> and so they actually see that Santa Claus is still moving and groaning. So they're like, okay, he alive. Cool, cool, cool. Let's get out of here. So they hop in the limo and scoot off. So Craig and Eddie catch up to Santa Claus. Uh, probably I'd beat him up still a little bit more. Uh, and they tie him to a Santa sleigh on top of a house and gag him and get all this shit back. And there's tons more stuff there. So uh, I like to think that they call the cops and be like, hey, this is his house. He's on that roof. And yeah, that's all the people's shit. But I'd probably take some more stuff. But, you know. Um, uh, so Craig actually calls Donna back to the party and the party's still going. Uh, Miss Pearly calls the cops on him because she, you know, got her ass kicked. And it's the same cops from the beginning and they just want more marijuana, which they give them. And so they leave them alone. And then Donna comes back to the party. He slides a, a drawer in front of the door and he gets himself an early Christmas present. A singular drawer? Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's enough. Oh, and then Day Day was in bed with the other two ladies that Pinky brought. And then his mom, uh, oh no, actually Craig's mom burst in on him. So yeah. he was like, oh, <laughs> that freeze frame. uh none of them have locks on their doors which is terrible so that is friday after next so katie who is your favorite character in friday after next craig he's always my favorite in the friday series um because he's the only person in the entire series who is just fucking like trying to have a normal ass day (laughs) and everyone is over the top wild and out like just every other person in the film (laughs) is insane and i love how craig craig's reactions to day day acting fucking nuts is exactly how i would react like just mad at day day the whole fucking time like just sit we don't have to do anything just fucking sit (laughs) oh yeah i i get it (laughs) um craig Oh, it's so hard. Um, oh, man. <laughs> oh, boy. Probably going to cop out on my answer. No, nah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, it's very difficult. I'll go, I'll go with, I'll go with Day Day, Mike Epps. Um, I don't know where this series would have gone or if it would have lasted had Ice Cube not recruited Mike Epps to replace Chris Tucker as a sidekick following the first Friday. Um, I don't think it could have made it. <laughs> I don't know who else was a candidate. I'd be interested in researching, but he w- he's been so crucial to the continual the continuing of this series into a second and third it's funny because in the second one there's there's a pretty big contrast between how he acts in the second one to a third one the second one he's more of an actual holistic character where he (laughs) he's got something to lose so he's constantly terrified but this this particular one he is he leans so heavily into the nonsense of himself yeah he don't give a shit 
<laughs> as an actor and <laughs> and the character himself. <laughs> and for me, it's not even obviously he has very quotable moments, uh, some very some quotes that are memorable and you always repeat. For me, it's some of the more subtle things he does as far as humor that don't necessarily I that, that I don't think are necessarily scripted. Um for instance, when they are outside in the parking lot of the strip mall and realize that they're seeing those grandmothers pointing out <laughs> who their grandsons, where they are. Ice Cube's still trying to compete that in his mind and Day-Day's already ran away. <laughs> <laughs> and I've definitely had that situation before with me where I've had someone with me and we need to run, but they did no thinking or talking whatsoever and they've already gone and I'm like, oh, well, I should be catching up right about now. <laughs> 100% man, you got a scoot. Um, when he, when they're in the kitchen of the barbecue joint and they go check up on grandma who's possibly burning the sauce and they sit her down just, you know, to make sure she's, you know, has all our faculties about her because she, she's concussed and shouldn't be doing any work. Dede proceeds to tootsie roll in front of her. Yeah. Basically give her up. <laughs> Hey, hey, big mama, you remember me? Hey, big mama. How could you be more disrespectful to your grandmother? (laughs) I feel like that was not in the script whatsoever, and they had to just roll with that. Um, Or or before, after after they shut down for the night, they've gotten fired, and they've called the health health inspector on Moly, and so... They're trying to figure out whether they're going to have this party or not. And what are we going to do, Craig? And proceeds to Tootsie Roll with a little, a little extra bit of sauce on it. <laughs> <laughs> he just sits there and watches them. <laughs> I wasn't really lines, just all of his mannerisms and some extra things he does on top of what's already probably written or just been told to like, here, just just go. Just just talk and just figure this out. Here's your, Here's your synopsis. Talk. And we'll take the best take. All the way down to the very end when he gets busted with the two women, the freeze frame on his face when he gets busted. <laughs> All the little things on top of the, the the dialogue that make him great. He was just he was so very over the top, very more gimmicky than this one compared to the the second one. But it's it's worth it. Uh, Deep out. Um, just to kind of add to my it, my favorite character is not not dating, but just to add a. Uh... Just when they're on the roof at getting chased by the gangsters and he's in the donut. Oh, yeah. I don't know <laughs> like, why, but that always makes it? me like, yeah, like he he like stands and Greg, Craig's like, dude, get back. And he's like, eh, I'm in the donut. <laughs> and then he proceeds to like taste it. He like grabs it and goes. Yeah, that that right there. I, every time I watch that movie, I laugh on that scene because he's like, we're about to get our ass beat, but fuck it. <laughs> but uh, no, my. Uh... <laughs> My favorite character is uh, Money Mike. This, I think, is one of... This might be Cat's on-screen premiere, I think. It's early. Yeah, because he, he still looks young as hell in this movie. Yeah, it's 2002. Um, But yeah, you know, I mean, just... He's just a pimp. I mean, shit, what else? He had, he had Magic Don Juan come to a storm, bless it. <laughs> Uh, just and also just like what Greg is saying, just some of the little things he does, you know, just every time he's mm, his little laugh, <laughs> his little laughs, his, his movements, you know, uh, 
some of the stuff he says, uh, like the glue truck, and then when uh, Damon pulls him in for the with the handshake, God, God damn, like with the Matrix. Like, <laughs> <laughs> his his stuff with Damon in that party is what made it so hard for me to pick a favorite character because that they're they're back and forth from the time they meet to the the pliers on the nuts. Is yeah. Like, oh yeah, dude. That, just... Best part of the movie by far. <laughs> Absolutely, man. But yeah, just you know, and then uh just the way he he he's got little sayings here and there that they most people don't catch that I'm pretty sure were not scripted. Oh definitely. Uh, yeah. But yeah, like like Greg said, the back and forth between him and Damon at the at the Christmas party from starting from the handshake on. Just it was it was great, you know, because and also and also when he walks into the bathroom, it's not like ammonia in this bitch. <laughs> why are his pants completely? Yeah, why did he and also why did he have the little kid PP where he fucking pants all the way down to the ground? Bikini style underwear. <laughs> But yeah, dude. Uh, Money Mike, man, my favorite character. Go ahead, Otis. Uh, so uh, honorable mention. I actually put down Damon. Every time I watch this, uh, his character is uh, quite problematic in in multiple spots. Yep. But Lord, he says some funny shit. Like when he's like, uh, "Oh, uh, when when Damon asks, like, well, who's that?" And he's like, "Oh, that's Donna's fine ass." It's like, no, no, the guy she with. He's like, oh, that's my Michael uh, Leprechaun. Little micro, oh, little micro mini, little micro mini pimp. Lucky Charms. Yeah. <laughs> well, he looked magically delicious to me. <laughs> he says the wildest shit. Oh, man. And when he was watching TV and Tupac got on the yes. screen. Oh, bro. <laughs> Tupac, Tupac, Tupac. Tupac. Make me a gangster. <laughs> Dance is shaking his butt at the screen. Uh, it's a mess, but that, you know that's the only character that you could do with like Terry Crews, he's like perfect for that. He was wiggling and stuff, so he's real good at wiggling in movies. So, uh, but I don't mention uh, Damon is amazing. I don't know if he's better than Debo. Debo says some funny shit too, but Debo got mean at the end. He was R.I.P. Yeah, oh, uh, but he was talking about shanking people and, and all that shit. Like Debo was kind of wild. Damon, Damon, I don't even know if he can fight. He just had pliers on his testicles and he ran off. So. Uh, <laughs> I suppose he can fight. He was in prison. But uh, I actually went with Craig and Day Day. So as as a group, usually uh, comedy duos, you always have the straight man. You got the silly one. And that's how it works all through life. Just history of comedy. And Craig, like like Katie said, Craig is just trying to survive. And everything around him is fucking weird and stupid. And he's trying his best to just, just get a handle on this weird ass day. Like Santa Claus, this dude in a Santa Claus suit is just multiple, just habitually robbing them. <laughs> and then they're just trying not to get beat up by these like fucking, I, I don't know if they were in high school or not. The dudes look gigantic and young at the same time. Yeah, no, they look, they look like they were not high school. Yeah, age. they're trying not to get their ass kicked by just a gang of kids and just, it, just a ridiculous day. And like Greg said with Day Day, he, some of the funniest non-scripted shit. Yeah, when he was dancing in front of that old lady, that was 100% just something he did because like if you look at ice cube's face 
He's like, quit that. Why are you always messing with her? He's smiling because that's such such a dumbass thing to do. He's like, hey, big mom, remember this? He just, he's just, it's such a dumb thing to do. And it's the fact that it, they're around each other so long, like all those actors, that it takes so much to make someone laugh. But still, you see smiles all the time from them. They were just doing so much stuff. And I was like, this, this is a mess. So uh, both of them all together, they're, they're great. So Craig and Danny. All right, deep out. Uh, speaking of ah, uh, speaking of Magic Mike, when they're when Day Day and and uh when Day Day and Craig hide in his store, and the the short grandson. Oh, <laughs> oh baby gap. <laughs> well, this ain't the baby gap. Yeah, this ain't the baby gap. Uh, <laughs> like, Can I down? You? Yeah, I'm between a pimp and a hard place. <laughs> Down, the one down. the one person in this entire film is shorter than cat williams right yeah. <laughs> that dude's crazy small oh, cat williams dude. is a small ass dude the guy that was came in that little the guy dude. that came yeah this ain't the baby gap the, the one with the little gap. the one with the beanie on his head yeah he was like <laughs> oh, i don't know how much smaller but he was yeah it was oh, a mess. Cat williams was so like, hard when he got pushed i'm between <laughs> a pimp and a hard place bro <laughs> this ain't so, the baby gap. Uh, <laughs> Katie, who is your least favorite character in Friday After Next? Um, I'm going to say Santa. <laughs> I had something else down, but I'm going to switch it to Santa because that guy, like, I get trying to help out kids or whatever he was trying to do, um, but that's fucked up. Just stealing from folks. I'm like... Yeah, he's robbing the shit yeah, out of people in that neighborhood. Garbage. Don't do that. Don't be a dick. Uh, Greg. Uh, some more as Cookie. <laughs> she is, everyone's really good and has something to contribute, and she has literally nothing to contribute. I feel yeah. something got cut, and she had more to say. I think her only line was, so we still going to boogie tonight or some shit? No, she said something about the Santa Claus robber because he said he called some old lady ho, ho, ho. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, actually, me and a friend, uh, the part where she asks if, if Craig's still going to have the party, she does like a little bit little, a little bit of a dance or whatever. Yeah. Me and a friend of mine make fun of that part all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you still going to have that party, Craig? <laughs> with the, with the, we call it that whack little dance she does. <laughs> and it's not her fault. Obviously, if she had anything more, got cut out. But when everyone else has something to contribute as far as a laugh, at least one, uh, even even Craig's mom, who had little to little to do in this film, you know, had her moment of going off on uh, Miss Pearlie and almost snatching her hair off of her scalp. <laughs> but Cookie had nothing. I don't know if. Do you know the actor actress's name that played uh, Sugar in Next Friday? Damn it! Uh, I think she's got a three part name. Kim Whitley. Kim Whitley, who am I thinking of? It's got a three-part name. I don't know, but it's Kim Whitley. Kim Whitley's amazing. I don't know if she... She's been in so many things, too. Um, I don't know if she couldn't... Was unavailable or she didn't want to do this. But, man, she would have been so much better. Yeah. They'd have, they'd have gave her some lines or she would have just came up with something. They're like, ooh, that's good. Yeah. She And, and she, had a, she had a small role in Next Friday as well, but she did a lot with the little that she had and... Yeah, they would have made room for her for sure to say something or to just to make <laughs> make 
Ice Cube's character uncomfortable in some sort of way. Oh man. <laughs> so yeah, that 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 was Cookie. Uh, Depot. Uh, the cops. Yep. Absolutely worthless, and then they steal their weed, their weed plant. Don't steal people's weed. Otis. Yeah, I wrote the shitty cops. I will say they had that one line. They're like, so, uh, <clears throat> yeah, if we're out on the road and we find this, like, Santa Claus, what do you want us to do? He's like, I don't know, a little eye-poking, a little eye-gouging. Back to school, eye-gouging. Yeah, I say you put a plunger in his ass. <laughs> but, yeah, that was, like, the best line they had. But, yeah, those cops were shitty. But That and at the end when they were trying to break up the party and the white cop, <laughs> put down the bu- 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 barbecue. <laughs> yeah. Put down the bu- 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 barbecue. Yeah, but they were an absolute best. Okay, let's do seven word synopsis. I have two of them. I actually thought up another one, but I can't remember it. So, uh, Mike is getting raped. Oh, he all right. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I watch it, I'm like, oh, he about to get raped. Oh, no, he fine. And then back up, going to be ball juice everywhere. <laughs> Katie. Terry Crews plays into gay prison stereotype. <laughs> yeah. Greg. <laughs> I like how all of these synopses so far are playing into the either the same scene or the same characters, and I'm going yeah. to continue that. <laughs> it's the most controversial spot. <laughs> yep. I ain't even in the phone book. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's just Lucky Charms over there. <laughs> I like my fish wet and squirming. <laughs> those are not even close to being synopses. Those are just those are just quotes. Yeah, right. Like <laughs> best quotes in seven words is the <clears throat> category. <laughs> That's all I got. Uh, I got. I got three. Uh, Cube makes Christmas comedy classic with killer cast. Yeah. She gonna suck my dick from behind. I ain't <laughs> never had that. I wonder if he even had like lines when he just mumbled right there at all. If he just at... <laughs> <laughs> and, and this is the first time I heard the term wolf pussy. Yeah. <laughs> she said, shut up, bitch. I know somebody like it. <laughs> the way she said that. Why you come funny. around here with your wolf pussy? <laughs> we need to line it up. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> I know somebody. And she said so hard, too. Like, <laughs> shut up, bitch. I know somebody like it. <laughs> like she's been told that before, so she knows how to respond. Oh, definitely. That That's a... That's like every person. Everybody <laughs> like it. Because Willie says he's like, oh, nice answer. Yeah, oh, nice answer. Yeah. <laughs> like the way you got that lined up. She was like, oh, she swooned after that. Yep. He was swooned. He, he didn't make fun of her hair on her mouth. Oh. Trying to see what that feels like. So this movie came out November 22nd. So it was a Thanksgiving film, 2002. My God, it's old. So, uh, mm-hmm. what do you guys think the budget was, Katie? Eight million. Not bad, D pal. 
five and a half million. Greggy. I know what the budget is actually. Okay, we'll move on. <laughs> so the budget was ten million dollars. Uh, oh, makes damn. sense. There's a fuck ton of people in this movie, so. Uh, but also were, low, but also low budget at the same time. Yeah, there weren't that many different locations. Uh, a lot of running in backyards, which I think, I don't know, they no, they didn't make those backyards. They were probably real. They just set them up for things. But uh, what the donut shop? Like <clears throat> the donut probably, shop. They probably made the hose. whole shopping center, honestly, or they just used an, a real shopping center, just loaded it up with stuff. That's apartment, actually. strip mall, and a chase scene where you go to different, different, you no, know, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's not really that many scenes, so it's probably people got paid to be in this. Honestly, that's probably the brunt of the movie is just the money. So, what do you guys think the box office was, Katie? Thirty million. Deep pal. 35 million. 35. Epal, you should have stayed closer. The budget was 33 million dollars. So uh yeah, this this movie made its money. So when it came out, it was general negative reviews because a lot of people aren't the biggest fans of Christmas themed movies. Like if if a series has been like, oh shit. This gang, uh, this drug dealer is going to kill us. Silly stuff happens. And then, oh, shit, we broke. Let's rob these gang members. Oh, shit, got crazy. Christmas movie. It's just a weird change. And so uh, a lot of people didn't like it. Enough people went that it made its money. Uh, but instantly after this movie, like, left theaters and stuff, and people sat down and really thought about that, like, this movie's fucking good. And it instantly became a cult classic. It is, it is a damn good one. So... Ice Cube has been trying his best to make another film, but the problem with a lot of comedians, uh, they get real busy or they just have spots where they don't want to do anything. And I learned in every movie, Chris Tucker has been asked to come back. Uh, Ice Cube has been trying his best to get him back in because it, it wouldn't be hard. It'd just be like, you know, like Smokey was busy doing something. Now he's back. Well, but, in the second, second one, character-wise, he was in rehab. Yeah. So he instantly could have said, like, well, he's out of rehab. Let's go pick up my boy. So uh, he actually declined for the third one. And it's funny because they're like, well, he declined. And then fucking an hour later, Mike Epps calls. He's like, hey, I want to be in a movie. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess he didn't know if he was going to be in it or not. And he's like, yeah, you're going to be in it. Like, like, no shit, man. Like, you're dating. I can't leave you out. You're too silly to not be in it. But uh, the plan was to make one more it was gonna be the it's had multiple names but like the last friday or something and it was gonna bring back everybody and come up with some story but unfortunately time is a mother and multiple people have passed away now so uh pops his dad is gone and debo's gone and there's probably somebody else oh uh ezel the crackhead he's gone too so uh from the first movie so there are people that would absolutely be in this last film but they're gone now so uh, they could come up with the plot of they're coming back to go to pops funeral and then all this crazy stuff happens on friday they could do something like that and then they could pay respects to you know john witherspoon like that uh the same problem is happening with the boondocks so the creator of the show boondocks is coming back unfortunately pops is not with us anymore so it's john witherspoon he was granddad so uh, they're trying to come up with some idea 
um, I forget her name. She's a hilarious, hilarious older black lady that loves to sing with her. I think it's her granddaughter with Brandy. They're always doing oh, videos. Yeah. I can't remember that lady's name, but I think they said that the plan is to make her granddad's sister and she takes uh, Huey and Riley in because she's hilarious. So I'd be absolutely fine with that. Um, so hopefully they come up with some idea, but I think when they make the new season of Boondocks, they're going to have to deal with granddad not being around anymore. They can't ignore it because it's, yeah. Yeah. it's granddad Huey and Riley. That's the show. And then the crazy white people that pop up. So, yeah. But unfortunately, uh, they come up with some plan. Uh, I'd like to do something sooner than later because, like I said, world is very shitty and people disappear instantly. So um, it'd be good. I love these movies. Friday series. Regina King, who was in the first Friday, is so in demand these days. (laughs) Yes, she is, man. Regina King's making some good money. Good for her. She's amazing. So. And directing um, and oh boy yeah she's doing good stuff and kudos to her and she's she's coming back for boondock so um but I yeah her. yeah she's fucking great she looked great too so um yeah hopefully they make another friday film uh it'd be really good like i said everyone i i just hope chris tucker comes back if they're like hey this is gonna be the last one dude like please pop up at least if you can't be there for the whole movie like pop up for a little bit and just say some silly shit and run off. You know, they too old to be running like they used to, but they'll figure out something. Maybe they got kids and they'll do something. So um, does anybody have anything else to say about Friday after next? It was really funny. What, what? Huh? She said, it's really funny. Oh yes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We have now reviewed all three. Yes, Yes, we have. Yeah. We had done. It makes me a, sad. We did a vert. We did an episode where we did a kind of like a versus where we watched both one and two and did a compare compare. Yep. Yeah. Now I'm sad. They need to make another one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I I was thinking back to that episode and I think at the time if I didn't say it, it's how I feel now because these things change over time. I feel like I said Friday was the better one, but next Friday is my favorite one. I think a lot of us said that uh, I next Friday's fucking funny because Day Day was such a change from Smokey. Yeah, Smokey's hilarious, but Day Day was just a mess in that movie. <laughs> when uh, Greg used to do this all the time, when we'd run from people and you dodge, ugh, you got to put your hands up and like roll because that's how you get away from somebody when they're chasing you. Yeah, we got that from Day Day. How he ran from the big girl. <laughs> Just gotta flop limbs and confuse them. Like, why? Why would anyone in their right mind be running like this? But it works because of the confusion. <laughs> He's like, "You ain't gonna catch me. <laughs> you ain't gonna catch me, baby D." <laughs> she was. She was laughing when he did that too. <laughs> Her, she was visibly laughing, smiling at him while he was doing that. It's oh, yeah. probably like the best take they did, to where she wasn't cracking up, chasing him around that. Party. Oh yeah, definitely. Stop playing. Stop playing. <laughs> but yeah uh yeah i hope they make another one these are really good so uh so if you have any other cool fun facts about ice cube uh so katie was like cube vision i'm like yeah that's ice cubes like fucking production company she's like what other movies did he do she was trying to think of them i just remember are we there yet that series and that was like what three of them yeah and then uh, did he did it was barbershop on ricky yeah i think barbershop was him too because Barbershop's after this movie. I love Barbershop. Um, um, yeah, I think pretty close. Because it's 2002, so I think Barbershop was after this. I think. Yeah. 
Yeah, pretty close. Yeah, so you know he did that. So Ice Cube Barber, has... Barbershop was also two thousand two. Oh, okay, so he might have been working on that too. Because this is well, no, this came out in November, so he probably working at the same time. But um, but no, uh, he's doing pretty good. He's got a pretty good set list. Uh, I can't think of a movie he might have did. Uh, did he do Straight Outta Compton? Yeah, Straight Outta Compton. It? Straight Outta Compton is on Cube Vision. Oh, okay, so. Yeah, that makes sense. Because <laughs> I think his kids are in it, right? Uh, yeah, I know his son is for son sure. Is. Okay, just one of them. I thought he had more than yeah. one. Kid. No, yeah. uh, Players Club is on Cube Vision. Oh God, I love Players Club, but that movie is not funny in some spots. Right? God, <laughs> that, no. That movie get wild as hell. Uh, uh, but- Ride Along. I got the list right here. I'm oh, holy at shit! Ride Along, Sam. Yeah, Ride Along. Yeah, because that's him and Kevin Hart. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't they, did they do two ride-alongs? Yeah, they did ride-along and then ride-along two in 2016. Huh? 2014 was number one, and then 2016 was number two. This company's got some pretty good movies. Shit. Good for yeah. him. All about the Benjamins. Classic. Another classic. Him and Mike Pops. Yeah. yeah. We are going to review that at some point. It's one of my yes. favorite Please. Mike Epps-led films. <laughs> Vote by folks. <laughs> gang member he's playing to himself uh so if you have any of the cool fun facts about ice cube you can tweet us at allentown pod we have an email it is allentown presents at gmail.com we have a facebook at allentown presents so this is episode is this the first one number yeah. one this is episode one of katie's christmas countdown i just christmas movie countdown she don't want me to do that because i don't want to put katie in it but uh, <laughs> Katie's Christmas countdown. KKK. <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't even catch that. Yeah, <laughs> it, was a, it was in an episode of the Simpsons. Crusty, yep. Crusty yeah, comeback. Like, this is my Simpsons show. This is the Christmas movie countdown. Christmas movie countdown. So this is episode one. So we have twenty four. Yep. More. I, I don't know. Christmas days. Uh, twenty four more episodes. Um, Katie's been running the gamut. Um, I heard a few of the movies she's watched. And it's a mess, man. Uh, yeah, blackface comes up, y'all. So old timey oh, no. movies don't age well, as it turns out. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it's a mess. Uh, this set list is yeah. I, we'll talk about this in a second, Greg. Uh, but this set list is amazing. So uh, I'll be on there for a few because, uh, like, my mom's favorite Christmas movie of all time, The Preacher's Wife, and uh, it's a damn good movie too. I love that movie. Like I said, never cheered for an angel to break up a marriage ever. And I was cheering my me ass off. Me too. Me too. Yeah, I was like, get it, Dudley. Uh, no, it, it's some really good ones out there. So uh, I'll be on a few of them, especially the scary ones, because I've been cultivating some good scary Christmas films. But no, uh, keep with us. So tomorrow there'll be another Christmas movie out there. So uh, Merry Christmas, you melon farmers. <laughs> well, we'll see you next time. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. See ya.